Well, as David said, my name is Amy Brown, and I first came to Sank uh, almost exactly 15 years ago, which if you think about Sank years, that's basically an eternity. Um, but I first came as a freshman in college. I came with a group of friends from my dorm at Stanford. I sat in the back. I still sit in the back. Um, but I didn't really know any of the songs, and I didn't really like the sermon, and I didn't know anybody except the people I came with. So by the end of that first night, I was like, yeah, I'm not coming back here. And I've now been worshiping here for 15 years, and I'm actually on staff with middle and high school here at Manuel. As I look back over the last 15 years, I think we've had eight different sank pastors. Uh, we've switched locations between here and the main sanctuary like four or five times. I've been in five different life groups. And all of that to say, like, there's been a lot of change. And people come and go. And Trey and Kendra both alluded to the importance of community. And in 15 years, I've seen ups and I've seen downs when it comes to community. So I just want to take a couple minutes tonight to talk about a few of the things that I've learned over the last 15 years um, about just finding your place and being intentional about keeping yourself surrounded by community. So my first big transition here happened when I graduated from college. Suddenly I didn't have that built-in group of people that I came with and left with. Didn't do a very good job in college of like meeting other people here. So when college ended, I felt kind of lost. And I sat by myself for a few weeks, and I was like, man, church is not that much fun by yourself. So I decided to pull myself together and put myself out there and go on this Friday night event that Sank was putting on. They were going ice skating in San Jose. I don't really ice skate. I didn't really know anybody who was going, but I figured I'd give it a shot. And it turns out when you go to one of these events, you meet people. And next thing I knew, I was in a life group. And boom, mission accomplished, I've got community. It wasn't that hard. So the first thing that I learned about community here is you kind of got to put yourself out there. When you come here on a Sunday night, you're not necessarily going to get to know people on a super deep level, right? Like you meet for two seconds and then that person moves on and you can walk out without really feeling like you're a part of something. So... I realized you really have to take initiative. You have to be intentional. You have to go to that ice skating event or sign up for starting point or find a place to volunteer, join a small group. And I know that can be really scary. Trust me, I've been there. But once you do it, it's so worth it because you get to do church with this whole other group of people and it's so much better than doing it alone. And chances are, if you're here for any length of time, you're going to have to do that more than once because community comes and community goes. Like, people leave. It's the Bay Area. People don't always stay here that long. Which leads me to my next point. The next thing that I learned as my community drifted away and I was in one life group and people moved on. I was in another life group, people moved on. And next thing I knew, I didn't have community again. And it kind of sucks. And... I thought, man, like, I've been at this church for so many years. This shouldn't be that hard. I should be able to figure this out on my own. And I was kind of embarrassed to go talk to somebody and be like, hey, like, I've been here for seven, eight years, and I don't have community. So I spent a lot longer being lonely here than I probably should have because I could have gone and talked to a staff member and been like, yo, I need some friends. So w looking back, 
what I would say to myself then is, man, go talk to somebody on staff. Like, there are so many people, whether that's Adam or Mark or David, myself, people on staff who really desperately want you to know that you belong and that you have a place here and help you figure out what that place is. It doesn't really matter if you've been here for 15 days or 15 years. Like, there is a place for you, and we want to help you find it. Beyond that, when I really, really felt like I found my home here was when I realized that we're a part of a church that's a whole lot bigger than just this room. We're so, so lucky to have this group of peers that we get to do life with. We're all kind of in, like, generally the same life stage, and that's awesome. But there's also kids, and there's students, and there's parents, and there's older adults, and we get to be a part of that, too. And it took me being at a point where I really felt lost again. It's becoming a theme. Um, just really felt like my community had dried up, didn't know where to turn. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to sign up for this high school mission trip to Mexicali. Like, just see what happens. And I went on that trip. And God put not only new friends at Sank in my life, but he put high school students in my life who are still in my life today. They're in college now. We still talk. It's great. Um, but more than that, he also put older adults in my life who could walk with me and say, hey, look, I know what you're going through. That job transition, that career change, like, I've been there. I've done that. And I've walked with God through those same types of changes. And it was just such a gift to get to realize, like, this church is a family. And that family extends beyond the walls of this room to include the whole church. So it really took that to make me feel like I had that family. I had that connection and just gave me a glimpse of how powerful intergenerational ministry can be. If you want to go on that Mexicali mission trip, registration's open. Come talk to me. Um, but seriously, I really want to encourage you guys, find a way to meet and connect with people at our church outside of this room because it's a lot bigger than just us. And whether that's serving with kids or serving with students or finding an adult to be your mentor, like, make it happen. Um, I'll go ahead and throw it out there. One of the best ways to do that is to serve. Find a place to plug in and serve. And again, like, Adam would love to help you do that. I would love to help you do that. Um, but yeah, over the last 15 years, I've had some really, really great times where I felt like I was so connected and so plugged in and had this amazing community. And I've also gone through times where I felt like I really didn't and like I was doing church alone and that's not how it was meant to be done. And regardless of whether you're here for the first time tonight or you've been coming here for a bunch of years, like I just want to encourage you, keep looking for that community. Keep pushing for that. Keep being intentional about seeking that out. Because the one final thing that I've been reminded of over and over and over again in my journey here people might change, the pastors might change, the building might change. God doesn't change. How cool is that? In the book of Acts, we see the early church coming together and breaking bread together, praying together, praising God together. And I believe that God wants us to have that same kind of community today. And I'm just so grateful that Sync is that kind of community where we have the opportunity to build that kind of community every day. Thanks.